Pickaxe. Hey, Paisanos! It's the Video Game Movie Podcast Super Show! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go do the Mario thing. One step and then again. Let's do the Mario Anyway, I think we've discovered the new Cha Cha slide. The new Cha From 1989, the new Cha Cha slide. Yeah, but this is how music works. We remix it. Right. However, the thing is, though, right? Say, say it is the new Cha Cha slide. Mm. We'll, we'll come to the, the, the series in a minute. We no, but Cha Cha slides and stuff are based on a lot of the stuff that happens. Uh, that sort of eighties style break dancing, not quite break dancing, but that sort of thing where it's like smooth with the feet. And one of these episodes we watched had Shabadoo in it doing break dancing, and technically, in quotation marks, the Mario Brothers doing the, the break dancing as well. Yes, um, doing not, the dance, not, not stunt doubles. No, not stunt doubles, because you could see... You saw the Mario Brothers' faces and their legs in, in separate shots. and <laughs> <laughs> So it's definitely them. Their legs were noticeably thinner in the leg shots. Yes, they were. But, you know, sometimes when you, when you take away the gut, people look thinner in the legs. True, I, I find that myself. Yes, 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 absolutely. And, and if you remove everything but the legs and just weigh the legs they weigh less as people as well true so welcome to the video game movie podcast i was gonna say super mario brother super show <laughs> <laughs> hey paisanos uh so yeah basically we do video game Luigi. movies you uh, no Wait, no technically i've got to be mario because i'm slightly shorter than you yes but I can do the deep voice as well, us, which makes Neither me... of us are thin, though. <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> we all used to be. I know be. I always wanted to be taller, but this is ridiculous. Fine, you can be Princess Peach. Yep. Princess um, Toadstool. Toadstool, she was not Peach in America at I've, this point. I've, I've got the costume box from one of my old films in that <laughs> the costume of Princess Peach. No, but I've got a dress. I'll go put a dress on, I don't care. And Why have you never put a dress on for this, then? In fact, no when... one can see us. Yeah, but so we have to record a visual profi- promo. Mm. I have an outfit that I'm going to wear, which you want is me a, to wear a dress. I want you to wear a dress, and I'll be dressed like a, a military general, but in instead of green, it's in blood orange. This jacket, I had it custom made for a film I did once, mm. and it's just, it's great. It's got loads of medals oh, yeah, I've, and stuff. I've, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. pictures of you in it with, so, you, with the uh, Doc Ock goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got them on for yeah. So when we do this promo, I'll have to raid Duncan's costume store. No, just wear the dress. No, well, I'm going to wear that wig that Welcome I put. Welcome to the see... Films. We're ladies. Lady things. Did you see, um, I put a picture on Facebook months ago now of me wearing a wig that we found in Duncan's studio. All right. And when I went to work, I showed it to a bunch of people at work who literally were all like, you look amazing with long hair, Jamie. And I was like, I know. Unfortunately, my hair has started falling out, so I've had to cut it shorter. But I used Did to the have... beard not give it away? Or... <laughs> Just because I've got a beard, I can still look good with long hair. I suppose, bearded lady. Well, not just bearded lady. Look how many rock stars in the 80s and 70s had long hair and beards. I don't really know much about rock stars. Actually, I do know loads about rock stars. But I can lie on the show and say that I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, I'm Rory Justin a... from Cyberpunk Studios. With me is Jamie Evans. Mario. From, yes, Mario. Uh, Mario, Mario. Mario, Mario from Impala so Films. So this is a mixture, an interesting mm. mixture of live action and animation. 
uh, interesting is the word. Mm. Whenever a show opens, it's very formulaic in the way that it's set up. So it always opens up with the live action segments. It then jumps to a Mario cartoon. And here's something that isn't this in is the from 1989, we, we should say as well. Yes. And oh boy, are the 80s influencers there. Oh, very much so. Then there's a, a, a short snippet of the Mario Brothers in live action, not resolving, but kind of continuing the dilemma they set up in the opening. Mm. Then it basically does what looks like a commercial break. And then it comes back to the live action to close off the live action segment. What we've noticed, in fact, someone actually mentions it, Luigi mentions it in one of the episodes here, in that bit where you've got the, the in-betweeny bit and the finale... Legend of Zelda was played at that point. Yeah, which and we've, we've already co- covered. Which we've covered before. And we noted that The Legend of Zelda seemed weirdly short. It was only about 12 minutes. And that's probably why, because... Well, the, that's uh, probably about the length of the animated portion of this as well. Yeah, the so... The animated portions were probably only 11 or 12 minutes. Yeah, and the episodes on this disc, because it's just the Super Mario Brothers Super Show segments, they only come to about 20 minutes. So with The Legend of Zelda bits, you've got about half an hour. Yeah. Which adds up to what you'd expect from a, a general daytime kids cartoon show. So I'm going to read the back of the box here. Don't worry, it's not Spanish. I'm going to say, if this is the foreign <laughs> language, I'll put this pen through your no, eye. No, you can see it's got the you British are, BBFC. Your coughing has been getting worse. It's because I've not drink enough water. Drink enough water. COVID-19. I've, I've had that. I've passed it. I've been tested. I'm cool. And if I'm not, well, you only work at the hospital, so it's not like anything bad could ever happen. <sighs> yeah. No, I've, honestly, I've been tested. I know it sounds really... I'm sure people will kick off, but I don't care. So I'm down Novak Djokovic. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's gotten arrested because he's a twat. Well, they've arrested him. I know they were kicking him out of the country, weren't they? Hmm. Because he's tried to go to Australia with no vaccine. Yeah, I mean... And he reckons it's exempt. Yeah, I I don't know much about it, um, because I haven't really followed it. But if he was told before he went he couldn't come in without the injections, then he can frankly go stuff himself. Yeah, he went and got an exemption from his... The thing is, he got an exemption from his own country. But that's not what you need. You need an exemption from Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. but yeah, that I mean, that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to put in some, because we were talking the other day, weren't we, about how 10 years from now we're going to watch back at shows that, that are on at the minute, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example, and that whole last season will make no sense anymore because we'll be like, COVID? What was COVID? Like, it'll yeah, feel yeah. weird. We need to have something like that in the podcast where people will listen back and be like, what booster shots? What masks? <laughs> Who's Novak? Yeah. <laughs> no, people remember jo- uh, Novak Djokovic. I don't even know who he's now. Let uh, alone remember I, be- him. I believe, but I could be tennis wrong. Tennis man, isn't he? Well, I believe he's the number one ranked tennis player in the world, I think. Or maybe that's Rafael that- Nadal, I'm not sure. I, thought I it, don't know. I thought that was Federer. Right, or it might be Roger Federer. I thought it was Federer. Tim Henman's still doing shit? I'm kidding, I know Tim Henman isn't still doing shit. You know what? Tim you, Henman you retired know like 12 years ago. You know what's worse is, I know you mentioned Tim Henman as a joke, and but when you said Tim Henman, I thought you meant Jim Henson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he a tennis pro? He, he's been dead for years. <laughs> We're still going with a tennis pro. Yeah. Can you imagine Kermit You're doing your reserves and returns? Man, I wish I could do a Kermit impersonation. I think I'm the only person in the world who can't. I'm not very good at either. However, on YouTube, it's only very short. It's about 30 to 50 seconds long. Someone's cut Terminator 2. You know the bit in Terminator 2 where Arnold Schwarzenegger meets Miles Dyson, the mm. guy who creates the thing, and he rips off his arm yeah. and like to prove that he's an android. Mm. Yeah. Well, someone's edited that sequence where like you've got 
John Connor taking the child away, Sarah Connor being moved out, it's like, no, you come on, you can't be this horrible to the, the Dysons. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger cuts his arm, and then as he rips the skin off his arm, someone's Kermit edited it, off. Kermit's there, and he... <laughs> And then he says something as Kermit, and went, hmm, I'm a frog, or something like that. And then, like, Miles Dyson and his wife are screaming, and then all of a sudden, out of his wife's mouth, the wife just stops, her mouth lifts open, and Elmo comes out. And that's the end of the video. I'm like, what the fuck? You ever notice that, (laughs) not to take the wind out of the sails of the right-wing movement, but you ever notice that right-wing hero Jordan Peterson sounds like Kermit the Frog? He does. What you give an interview or something? He sounds like Kermit the Frog. That's pretty cool, though. And, I mean, <laughs> that's I, why they're all listening to. Yeah, it. mate. Maybe that's what it is. It's pre-programmed. That's <laughs> what it is. So what you've got to understand about the patriarchy <laughs> is uh, the reason that women think this way. Something okay, to do with don't lobsters. Get us, don't get us. <laughs> don't, don't get us banned. Mm, I love lobsters. <laughs> anyway. Honestly, I, I, I take the piss. I don't really know much about Jordan Peterson. Jordan no, to be fair, I don't. I, 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 some I, of the stuff I've heard, actually, I'm not too bad with. Yeah, I, I, sh- I shouldn't call him a right-wing hero, because I don't know anything about I him, think really. He's, I know a lot yeah. of the right-wing use him as an example, though. So I think because he has some good advice, but he does mix it in with some weird stuff because of his religious background. But that's right. neither here nor there. Let's carry no. on with Super Let's Mario. Let's carry on with Super our Show. religion, which so, is Mario. So I was going to read the back of the box, and we, we got derailed for ten minutes. Hey, well, Paisanos! It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We're the Mario Brothers, and plumbing's our game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. Is this the rap lyrics? It is. I don't know why, because the other box doesn't have it. The other box says, Mario and Luigi are two wacky Italian plumbers who get washed through a warp zone while fixing a clogged drain. They find themselves in the colorful wor- video world of the Mushroom Kingdom, where they stumble from one adventure to another, helping so- the person. Turkey Princess. So this wasn't in the... Um... No, well, you notice, if you look at both boxes, they've got the same mm. images on the back. Yeah. And actually, the one at the bottom, you see Yoshi's there. Mm. That's because that's from Super Mario World. Why does this one have more episodes on it? Because they did it with more episodes right. on it. So but when I ripped it, it says six episodes on here. It only ripped five. Mm. So uh, one of these episodes is missing, and I don't know which one. <laughs> so I have some. I have some interesting observations looking at this cover art yes observation one is you'll notice that the episode titles are actually in brackets and instead the episodes are listed by who the enemy is no 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 so that's the, the so robo cooper the one you're looking at there robo cooper's the name of the animated episode captain louis missing is the name of the live, live action, action episode i see oh okay yeah so that's where they've done that oh i see i see they didn't do it on the um, other one though so <laughs> this one you does, only know what the animated bit is what does paisanos mean yes Okay, uh, so we should start by saying this. This is uh, this was made in 1989, <laughs> and because it was made in 1989, it of course starts with everyone's favourite musical trope of the 80s: the rap. white guys rapping, and um, the rap lyrics go. Yeah. It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show where the Mario Brothers and plumbing's are get, but it goes to the tune of the Mario theme, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? It's really well done uh, in that regard, I suppose. Because yeah, whatever. So, we're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge. That sounds. That's what it says in the. You could imagine the Beastie Boys singing this. I'm kidding, of course. I mean, I'd love to see the Beastie Boys singing this. Sabotage, <laughs> sabotage with the swoop <laughs> 
Brothers. I, I, you're lucky that came out then because I, I was building up to doing that, and literally in my head I was going, "What's a Beastie Boys song?" Think of a Beastie Boys song, Jamie. And luckily, one came to me. At so the last I minute. don't know any Beastie Boys music, but I do know the Latch Brothers. And the Beastie Boys did music for Jet Set Radio on the Dreamcast under the name of the Latch Brothers. I see. So I know. Speaking of eighties white guys rapping, um, <laughs> do you know what I've never shown you? And remind Tell me, me more of this coolest genre ever. Remind me when we're done recording, because I must, must, must show you this. Also around this year, I think it might have been a year before, I think it might have been 1988, there was a rap trio. I say white guys rapping, one of them's black, so diversity. Yeah. Uh, but they're all, the point is they're all fat, they're all large men. Uh, I really like the, the emphasis you put into the F, they're fat. Well, they have to be, because the name of their rap trio is The Fat Boys. Right. And they teamed up with Robert England in co- costume as Freddy Krueger to do the song Are You Ready for Freddy, in which... Freddy Krueger raps. And it's actual Robert England from the film rapping. And does he do well? Um, yes. Uh, it's a hilarious video. Basically, the premise of the video... I know this is a sidebar, but there's really not enough of this episode to last our usual runtime, so whatever. Um... <laughs> Basically, the premise of the video is it's an old Scooby-Doo setup where the three fat boys, one of them, his uncle, Frederick, has died. And the terms of his will say that he has to spend one night in the house, and it's the house from Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. He uh, has to spend one night in his house in order to inherit his estate. So the fat boys are like, dude, it's one house, it'll be fine. So they go in, and of course, Freddy turns up. Um, and he literally, you know it's 80s rap, because it's got lines like, you see, my name is Freddy, and I'm here to say... Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yes. Essentially, they found the the rap button on the keyboard <laughs> and just went with that. Yes. Yeah. So remind me after we're done recording to show you that. Right. What's weird is I think I'm not sure if they did the voices for both segments, but in the live action segments, Mario is played by a Captain Lou Albano, who was mm-hmm. known at the time as a somewhat famous wrestler. He was no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't think away, anyone in this show is with us anymore. They're all uh, dead. Nearly everyone we looked up in it is yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I suppose maybe we shouldn't be surprised because is Cindy Lauper dead? I don't know. Cindy Lauper had a guest spot. Yes, yeah, she did. So the first episode we watched, uh, Captain Lou Albano is missing. Mario hears this news over the radio, and Luigi goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're so distraught, Mario. I know he was your, you were his biggest fan, and obviously, essentially, Mario is." Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, because he's talking about himself written in the third person. Cindy Lauper comes in to mourn the loss of Mario and goes, Oh, we really must do something to find Lou Albano. He left me this message and said he'll never he's never coming back or something like that. Then it cuts to the cartoon because let's be honest, none of these setups and none of these episodes really mean anything. There's no deeper meaning, there's no continuation. It's all just bullshit that happens from one episode to the next. So in the cartoon, the team, which is Mario, Luigi, Toad and Princess Toadstool, are in a futuristic city. And Cooper has a big robot body. Now, there's no build-up to this. This just happens. They're in the yeah. ro- in the futuristic city. And not, we should also say that all of these episodes are self-contained. Yes. There's no through line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cooper now has a big robot body. He's destroying everything, shooting bullet bills out of his arms and stuff. A uh, lady's voice says she'll help and quickly reprograms Cooper's chest so he disappears for a bit. And it turns out it's a female robot who leads them to a guy called Dr. Nerdnik. 
Now, if anyone thinks that might be a reference to Robotnik, it's not, because this no. came out in 89, and Dr. Robotnik and the Sonic series didn't start till 91. Yeah. So, actually, Nerdnik was just something, just by chance, that happened to be in there. Can I just throw in a fact check? Yeah. Cindy Lauper is still alive, is still making music. For okay. It, and, related to this... In 2012, Cindy Lauper made her first appearance for WWE in 27 years. Remember I told you that she was in the original WrestleMania? Yes. To memorialise the death of Captain Lou Albano. Oh, man! That's so cool! Apparently they were actually friends in real life. No, that, I mean, that, uh, how else have she ended up on the, the show? Yeah. yeah. Does she do a song now called Grands Just Wanna Have Fun? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> She's not looking bad for her age. No, she looks fine. Actually, yeah, no. She kind of looks exactly the same She as looks in exactly the, the same, yeah. She, I mean, the, the big hair, I think, is a wig, but like the big pink hair helps, you know, keep the youth... She, she, might, she must be the female Paul Rudd. That motherfucker don't age either, does it? No, no, that's true. So should we point out the similarities that this does have to Sonic, though, this episode? Well, I wanna... fair enough, Nerdnik isn't a reference to Robotnik. No. But the set, like, I mean, to be fair, you probably know Mario better than I do, but I have played a handful of Mario games. Sure. And I never recall a level that looked like a robotic metropolis like this does. No, and I mean, I don't think, it doesn't really look like Sonic as a game, but it certainly no. doesn't look like a Mario game. I've, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you. I've never seen, like, it's a little, it wasn't quite... Bowser's sun- usually in castles, isn't he? Not yeah, robots. I'd say the design was very reminiscent of probably the future, not Futurama, the TV series, um, but like the 1970s sort of trade shows, like sci-fi shows they used to do called Futurama, where they used to go, this is what the future will look like. But it's all realistically, it's 70s designs on what the 70s thought the future would be. It's got very much that sort of element to it. Mm. Or, actually in some ways, it looks very much like the 1927 Metropolis in terms of set layout and design. And the sharp angles. Sharp and angles and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, this is nowhere near as competent as Metropolis uh, as a film. Metropolis is very German expressionist. Yes, uh, and melodramatic it? in terms of its... Ah, uh, melodrama. Melodrama. Um, so also, though, uh, when they run, they do the... You know in the old Sonic games? These, Sonic's Yep, the super legs. peel out, they call it. Yeah, that, no, that's what you call it. No, that's what, anyone else that's what it's that. actually called. I like to call it when his legs do the spinny thing. Yes, which is the super peel out. Spinny thing. <laughs> their, <laughs> their legs are doing the spinny thing. Well, except Princess Peach, of course, we can't see her legs. Yeah, you know, you see it just underneath. There's this tiny... Can you? Yeah, you can see these, this tiny little figure of eight thing going on. <laughs> There's a line here. Macaroni misery. It's hopeless. Is that Mario says that? No, it's Luigi, I think. Luigi. Yeah. So, let's talk about the racism quickly. <laughs> um, can we save that until we talk about the, uh, the Witch Doctor episode? Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I think that's where most of that's going to really I hit the fan. I told the Witch Doctor I was in love with you. I I'm surprised they didn't use that song. Maybe they couldn't get clearance. Did it exist at that point? Uh, I know the cartoons covered it in the 90s, but when was the original? Oh, one? that's a good question. That might have been 92, 93, that song, so it wouldn't have been out at this time. Right. Bing Bang, yeah. Because I was shocked, we'll get there because it's in another episode, but I was shocked that they had Thriller. Yes. Yes, it was a cover, but it was still Thriller. It was still legit Thriller. Yeah, so the rescue Dr. Nerd Nick and Cooper attacks, kidnapping Princess Toadstool and Toad. Nerdnik then builds a robot for Mario and Luigi to fight Cooper with. They fight. Nerdnik tricks Cooper into pressing the red button. As it, like, if he doesn't press the red button, he'll run out of fuel. He's like, oh, thanks for that, Dr. Nerdnik. But he presses the yellow one, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he presses the button and it ejects him. He's like, I knew that would work. But the, it, when you, yeah, in the visuals, he presses a yellow button. So I don't know how that got by. Bad animators. Absolutely. And that's the end of that episode. I mean, I... 
They're not complicated. They're not complex, and there's nothing, no depth in there you're missing from any of this shit. So then come back to the live action segment. Cindy Lauper and there's loads of guys that look like they're kind of CIA guys in suits are on a bunch of phones, and she gets a message from the president. Yes, <laughs> the president's looking for Captain Lou Albano, and the president. Hang on quickly, 1989. This would have still been Ronald Reagan, wouldn't it? So maybe or he was mates with Ronald Reagan. Or, or would it have just gone to George H.W. Bush at this point? It was awful either way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was, try, I was trying politics. to work... See, if it was George W. Bush, I'd totally believe he cared about where Captain Lou Obama No, no, was. no, no. It's not George W. Bush. That was no, George Bush's father. No, I know it's not George W. But his son might that. have been a kid at the time going, get in. I can't do George W. Bush's voice. It's <laughs> sort of basically asking his dad, you know, you've got to save Lou Albano. But anyway, Cindy Lauper has all these people calling. She gets a message from the president, and the president says he's calling off the search because he believes Captain Lou Albano is, and I quote, lost forever. The president is calling off Operation Lou Search. He hereby decrees Captain Lou to be missing forever. Yes, again, something the president cares about. Yep. So Mario leaves because he's so upset. And lo and behold, Captain Lou Albano arrives. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano meets Luigi. Because I wasn't sure. Uh, you know, because of the way it's done. Yeah. I wasn't sure, and I was going to ask you, but I decided to just keep watching and see if the episode answered it, and it did. I actually thought for a minute that they were doing a in-universe, Lou Albano is, like, Mario's yeah, 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 secret. Yeah. Like a Clark Kent Superman deal. But they weren't. Because uh, I was like, oh, shit, is he secretly Captain Lou Albano and no one ever, no one knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they're not. He's just That would have been a cool, like, call back to his career if he had done that, but they, mm. yeah, they, they weren't that smart. One thing to note here is that when Lou Albano turns up, he's got a big bucket of, obviously, knockoff KFC. It's got his face, not the Colonel's. And apparently he's only been missing for an afternoon because he went out to get a bucket of chicken... And he said, I'm leaving for good. And he apparently, what had happened, he'd turned up, he'd turned the page in the wrong place. Yeah. So it was meant to be, I'm going out for good chicken. So, and, and that's why. But it took an afternoon for, number one, it took an afternoon for Cindy Lauper to get the entire CIA involved. But also that the president got not only involved, but felt that was long enough to declare that Captain Lou Albano is missing forever. Hey, you know, and he just gone to KFC. Being president means you got to make tough decisions, you know. It's funny, Jamie. It's can't be, funny. can't be waiting around. Got All to right, make snap decisions. You know, if if you stop and think, we never would have invaded Iraq. You got to just go. You got to snap decision, it, Rory. Oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I want to have a go, but don't want to talk politics. <laughs> no, I I said it as a joke. Don't uh, don't. So, Count Cupula, the I next episode. Whoa, 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 don't you dare move on to that yet, because you have to share with them the ma- the best part of the show, which is what happens at the end credits of each episode. Well, we, we sung it, didn't we? We swing our arms oh, from no, side yes. to side. Come, Come on, on, it's in. time to go do the, the Mario. Mario. Take one step, and then again. Come on, it's time to Let's go, do the Mario. now. <laughs> so, basically, the end credits... <laughs> it's the Mario. Do so the Mario's. <laughs> the end credits have Lou Albano as Mario, clearly not singing while he's dancing, because two two things at once would be too difficult. I think you would tire about. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, no offence to Lou Albano, and to be fair, he did die of a heart-related illness, didn't we say? Uh, yeah, it might be um, way quick. He, to be fair, he looks. Uh, 
No, he doesn't look like he's in good shape, does no, he? And, uh, he? I mean, looks he's like overweight and stuff, but much. he does he does look like he's knackered as well. Yeah. Uh, but he's so he's doing this dance, and when we say dance, we use the word dance loosely. I mean, it is mostly just it's swinging your, dad your at arms. A disco. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's the dance. Um, so you swing your arms, and then at the end, he does. He tries to do like the jazz hand thing. Like yeah, that. So he steps forward and, and crashes <laughs> over in jazz hands, and he stacks it. And they kept. I don't it. think you could call it stack it unless they actually fall to the floor. He just stumbles forward and stay, saves himself. But right. they kept it. You're right. They didn't do another. I tell you, they didn't do another take because my man Captain Jack. Captain Jack? Captain, Captain Jack Sparrow, Luke. is it? Sorry. Not my Johnny Depp, that's another political op. No. My, my man Captain... Nothing sacred from the politics. No, it's not. That's the problem with today's society. Um, my man Captain Lou, he's from that generation of wrestlers where, you know, they were no-nonsense real men. Yeah. I guarantee you the reason there's no second take is he came and he went, you get one take. Yeah, I'll do your stupid video game show, but you get one take. Actually, and that's it. From everything I hear, Lou Albano was really generous with his time and with the fans. And oh, the yeah, he's kids. a lovely guy. I'm, yeah, yeah. But, but back then, and wrestlers... You make it sound like you stopped him. was like, I'm going to be Captain Asshole today. Back then, <laughs> wrestlers were a lot more actually hard, shall we say, as opposed well, uh, to yeah. today, where it's all flippy shit. Well, flippy shit's good. It means yeah. that you... It looks wonderful. Uh, I love watching modern wrestlers, but back, I mean, we're talking, there's a wonderful YouTube show, free to watch, called Dark Side of the Ring, which mostly focuses on older wrestling. You can't call a documentary that! Wrestling <laughs> ring, you idiot! <laughs> I'm gonna show you the dark side of my ring! <laughs> <laughs> but they they go into like all these controversies from back in the day, like when um, there was a wrestler, I can't remember who it was, but he stabbed another wrestler in the showers. Oh, lovely! Um, and they go into other dark topics, like the one that no one in wrestling likes to talk about. Yeah, but it is a fascinating documentary. No, fair enough. It's horrible. Obviously, it's a terrible tragedy what happened. No, of course. But, but uh, fair enough. Can I move on to Count Cupula now? <laughs> Now that I've awkwardly crowbarred more wrestling references. Yeah, it, yes. I mean, this is becoming the wrestling show. Well, it is becoming, <laughs> well for, for once, this is one of the only things we have covered. There is a there is a wrestler in it. To be this fair. is one of the only things we've covered that I cannot crowbar a Resident Evil or Doctor Who reference into. Yeah, there is. Captain Urbano was Doctor Who for seven seasons. <laughs> he kind of has a. He kind of looks like if Tom Baker gained five hundred pounds. <laughs> Okay, so Camp Cupula, the opening live-action segment, Luigi is trying to do magic, but he just can't make anything disappear. Yeah. And luckily for him, a magician comes along. Uh, his favourite magician, was it Cold Stone or Blackstone? I don't know if that's a real magician of the era or they just hired some goon, but because I- I'm guessing if he was famous, he was only famous in America. I'm guessing that since both episode, other episodes yeah. we watched had, had celebrities, celebrities in I them. imagine he must have been a minor celebrity at the time. Yeah, they couldn't afford What's-His-Face, the really famous David one. Blaine. No, not back he then. He would have been about 12. <laughs> no, who was the really famous one back then? Paul oh, Daniels? No, well, Paul Daniels. But he's but, British. No, there's an American one. He's, he's, he shares his name with a book that Charles Dickens wrote. Ebenezer? No. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear once as an illusion. You keep talking and I will go fact-checking. Tom Pippin? Tom Pippin? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't know why that Oh, it's really annoying. It will pop into my head. Tom uh, Pippin to your head. Magician who... <laughs> 
Don't you love the fact we have all of the breadth of human knowledge at our fingertips thanks to smartphones and we're using it to look up fucking 80s magicians? No, it's important. These are things that people need to know. Magician the, the, the audience needs to know. Well, it co- David Copperfield, that's it. Oh, I've never seen him. So Blackstone helps him to sh- show him how to make something disappear and he... Basically, Luigi borrows Mario's basketball. Mario's playing with the basketball. He borrows it, puts the cloth on it, says the words, and the ball disappears. And he's like, oh, that's great. Blackstone disappears. And then he turns to Mario and goes, oh, that's amazing, Mario. By the way, I'm sorry about your ball. Don't worry about Luigi, it was your ball. (laughs) And the delivery's so bad, it's genuinely hilarious. The cartoon starts... And it's, as you can tell by the term Camp Cupula, it's a vampire-related episode. The team are in Turtlevania, and it starts off with Mario going, Thomas Love, number 1014, which is like a reference to Star Trek. So there's Star Trek in this for me, too. They uh, are out in the rain. A bird steals Mario's, apparently Mario's last spaghetti, and flies to this spooky castle. So they decide to go to the castle anyway, not only to try and get the spaghetti back, but because then it's a refuge from the rain and the cold. They go in there, they're locked into different rooms, and Luigi starts to suspect there's vampires around the place. And uh, I love this line. Now, will you believe me? Tomato sauce sucking vampires! It's got to go in worse lines. I love it. We, we said, didn't we, watching it, like, it's got to be because they just couldn't have it be blood. Yeah, yeah. In a kid's show. Because... It, it, like they go into a wine cellar, don't they? Later, yeah, on. and it's like obviously blood wine in yeah. bottles, but they, it's tomato sauce. I know. I was having. F- oh, there we go. Here's where I'm going to cram in the reference. I thought we were in fucking Castle Dimitrescu again in Resident <laughs> Evil Village with all the bottles of clearly blood wine. Oh, she got loads of tomato sauce as well. No, she's got blood wine. Someone please make a mod of Resident Evil Eight where Dimitrescu. You can make it Mario if you want, or Cooper. Mm. But just like turn all the blood wine tomato and stuff sauce. into tomato sauce, and have Luigi in there somewhere. Tomato she, uh, sauce, sucking vampires. She's got, um, yeah, it's called Sanguis Virginis. It stands for maiden's blood. Yes, mod mod Heisenberg. So he's Luigi. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Keep growing. One day your head might actually fit your ego. <laughs> Village is a good game. I enjoyed Village. Anyway, mm. move on. No, fair enough. The team see the Coopers outside the window. Uh, there's a bunch. There's about four or five Coopers who are lined up in front of a full moon, and they turn into were turtles. And this is where, as you say, there was the female. Like, there's a female vocalist doing a cover. A thriller. You can do what you want with the faucet freaks, but don't hurt the princess. Now find them. Very good. She was very good, I thought. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad cover at all. I cannot believe that they paid out for this, you know, let's be honest, garbage show. I can't. That looks very cheaply produced. Oh, it is very cheaply produced. Like a lot of Deke shows were. Yeah, but they got celebrities in, which is unusual. I I suspect a lot. I reckon if we. I I don't know if there are production notes available. I reckon a lot of them, yeah, were favours for free. Yeah, and bear Um, in mind that they couldn't have been filming for very long, if you think about it. Because didn't you say, unfortunately, it's not an episode I saw, but did you say there's an episode with Magic Johnson in it? Magic Johnson. Where he clearly cannot be fucked to be there? Yes. So Magic Johnson appears, 
Anderson asked Luigi to clean his latest medal, and his latest medal is literally like about 10 centimetres tall. It's mm. tiny, just about fits in his giant fingers. He hands it to Luigi to ask him to clean it. He knocks on the window. Luigi opens the window and he's like, oh my God, it's Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson goes to say his line, but realises he's coming too short. Luigi continues with the line that he's got. And (laughs) he goes, hey, Magic Johnson, what are you doing here? And you can see this look on Magic Johnson's face. And you see him visibly sigh. Hey, Luigi. It's so cool to see you. I need you guys to help clean my latest medal. And there's, like, no performance, no delivery, nothing. Like, the guy is phoning it in beyond all measure and does not want to be there. He'd rather kill himself, quite frankly. Magic Johnson! How you doing? Hi. I accidentally did a triple-double skyhook alley-oop slam-dunk jam on my old high school trophy. Can you fix it? Are you kidding me? I could fix that faster than your fast break. Wow, now that's fast. See you in a couple hours. And then at the end, when they clean his medal, just by luck, because it gets lost in Mario's tomato sauce, and that somehow cleans it, uh, he gives it back to Magic Johnson. Like, you guys are champs. This bowling trophy is my favourite. How much do I owe you? Oh, hey, no charge for you, Magic. Wow. Thanks, guys. Later. And then closes the door. He's like... Magic Johnson not getting a fucking Space Jam! <laughs> Have you ever seen Space Jam? No. Michael Jordan... Have you never seen Space no. Jam? Michael Jordan is not a good actor, but no, hell, hell forbid he's as <laughs> bad as Magic Johnson. Man, I can't believe you've never seen Space Jam. I really want to, because it's 90s cheese at we, its best. We but... need to watch Space Jam at some point. It is both brilliant yeah. and terrible. Oh, I'm aware. Michael Jordan is not good. Bear in mind... A lot of the film, so by the point, I know this is a sidebar, but look at this, we're almost halfway through the fucking thing and it's only half an hour's gone. Bear in mind our usual episodes are 90 minutes. Anyway, basically, at the point Space Jam was made, Michael Jordan had stepped away from basketball and was trying to make a baseball career. Now, Michael Jordan is arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, as far as I understand it. Yes, from what I understand, that's true. But he's also perhaps the worst baseball player of all time. And that didn't last very long, but the whole film is trying to make you take his baseball career seriously. <laughs> and also conveniently ignoring all the scandals Michael Jordan was associated with. But he's it's a basketball movie, Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but they're, he, they're still he, trying to they still so reference his baseball. Well, career. he's moved on in the live action segments before the Looney Tunes get Right, involved. gotcha. He's moved on to playing baseball, and when the Looney Tunes come and find him and beg him to come play basketball, it's, he can't because he's, like, he's doing no, too man, well. I'm, for base, I'm doing baseball, man. I don't play the highlight of uh of Looney Tunes is Danny DeVito is the villain in it. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is other... Our, our friend from uh, Captain N, which will have aired by this point. Yes. Um, well, Larry Andrew. Bird is in it. Oh, Larry Bird's in it. I think Larry Bird's in it. Four, four other basketball players are in it. Oh. And I think one of them... Only as minor characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all friends with Michael Jordan in it. Right. I think what none of them are Shaq. <laughs> no. Um, he was too busy doing Shaq Fu. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think one of them is Larry Bird. I don't know. I should stop talking about sports-related things because I don't know. No. <laughs> no, fair enough. That sounds cool, though. So the, the team escape to the cellar, and they see Goombas squashing tomatoes into a vat of tomato sauce. Cooper... Captures them and takes them to the torture chambers, where he waterboards Mario, tickles Luigi's feet, and stretches Toad out on a stretcher. And that's when Toad says the line, I always wanted to be taller, but this is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Can you imagine Seth Rogen saying that in the live act in the yes. animated film we're getting? But well, he's not Toad. He's Donkey Kong. Who's Toad again? Toad is Charlie Day. No, Charlie Day's Luigi. The guy playing Toad is one of Key and Peel. I can't remember which. One. Oh, uh, oh, wait, the, it's Key. The, yeah, that's it. Key yeah. and Michael. The bald, the bald one. Yeah. Right, I, I fucked this whole thing up. I apologise, everyone. Oh, there you go. This, I'm putting this in as a potential for a slime because, if nothing else, the character says it completely wrong. Mario says, Oh, I can't stand this leak. Someone call me a plumber. And Mauser is playing Mausigor because it's an Igor, but it's Mauser. And he's doing the proper, like, yeah, 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 voice. And he comes down the stairs and goes, You're a plumber. I hate leaks. Somebody call me a plumber. You're a plumber. Be silent, my friend. <laughs> Be silent. The last thing I've got in here is when they're trying to figure out how to stop Cooper, who's going to turn Princess Toaster into a vampire, Mario and Toad have this back and forth. How do you stop a vampire? A stake through the heart. Top sirloin? Filet mignon? Please tell them how I spelt mignon. Jesus, I don't, I don't eat meat. How am I supposed to know how I you spell mignon? I don't eat steak, but I know you pronounce it. Anyway, so he spelled filet as fillet. Is that not the filet? Uh, filet is only one L. Oh, fucking French. I, I think don't I could know. be right. I can't. Exactly, fuck the French. We're British. We hate yeah. the French. That's the racism we're allowed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> France Ev- doesn't Every count. country has one country you're allowed to hate. As a rivalry, and ours is the French. Absolutely. And the French hate us back yeah. because we've been to war about 80,000 times with each other. And we're better. Uh, anyway, he spelt mignon, M I N Y O N G, which looks like a Chinese yes. name. So, yeah, I know. Mignon. So he, let, let me explain, right? I knew it was Philip Mignon. I knew that was the wrong spelling, but I got to M I N. I was like, Min? Is it Min? How do you do Yong? You're not fuck? that. You're not that far off. So I was just like, so, Yong, whatever. Well, this is where you're making a mistake. Is it's not Mignon, right? Mignon. There's no G at the end. You take your Y out and put the G there, and that's it. Mignon, Mignon, but it's perhaps Mignon. Why don't they just say words? Properly? Because they're French. They eat. They eat. <laughs> Frog's legs, Rory. Something wrong with them. They snails. I mean, granted, you know, in our country, people do eat the insides of a sheep's stomach. No, that's Scotland. Yeah, yeah, we're British. (laughs) Fair fair enough, if we're only going with English, then no. No. But we we eat blood pudding, so... Oh, God, yeah, to be fair. No, you all eat blood pudding. No, I'm fuck off, I don't eat blood pudding. I've never even tried it. Look how quickly we turn against the Brits, our own people. It's like, this is why we're allowed to be racist to the French, though, because we're also... All the Brits hate each other. The English hate the Scots, the Scots hate the Welsh, everyone hates each other. Actually, let's be honest, everyone just hates the English, let's be honest, because we're the assholes who went around conquering everybody. That's true. That is true. Kneel before Zod. There's always jealousy about the people who are the best. <laughs> is this the kind of... People will get that this is a joke, right? Well, if not, we've joined Jordan Peterson. <laughs> are, pe- are people going to be like, oh, did you hear what they... Are we going to start the next war with France? Do you reckon Emmanuel Macron sits listening to this? Yeah. And he's like... I was I'm- happy with what they said about the hackers. <laughs> I, I liked it when they covered dead or alive, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is <a> stupid. <laughs> that was a terrible French accent. I apologise. I don't everyone. think any of us are accurate on the French accent. That's fine. That's the end of the animated segment. We come back to the live-action segment, and Luigi gets dared by Mario to make him disappear 
because he's making everything in the fucking house disappear. So he's like, I'll make you disappear. Drapes the, the, the thing over Mario's head, which looks ridiculous, and he makes Mario disappear. Then there's the cut to what would be Legend of Zelda. And then we cut back to Blackstone coming back, Luigi panicking because Mario's now disappeared. He's still there, but he's invisible. And Blackstone helps recover Mario. This is Joe. Right, I'm about to do my famous rewrite and make this a better film. (laughs) Got it. Keep Mario invisible. Yep. Remake Hollow Man with (laughs) with Mario. (laughs) I love Kevin Bacon, but remake Hollow Man (laughs) with invisible Mario. You know what? I'm with you on that. Absolutely with you on that. Hollow Man with Mario is is the one. Which leads us to the last episode we watched. We watch, basically have two DVDs of this. One says it has six episodes. I'm pretty certain it only has five. And lies. The, lies. And the other one has three. We watched the one with three on it because it had Cindy Lauper and uh, Shabadoo, which he, who is in this particular episode. To be honest, the, the, the quality difference isn't that big because all of the 52 episodes... Mm of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show were produced at the same time. So it's not a case filmed of, in one block. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a case of like this is season one and then this was season two. You know, it was all one block. It's all one season. I'm telling like, you because Lou Albano was like you get one you get a day. You get <laughs> one shot. <laughs> Give it all you got. So we open up, it's Luigi's birthday. Mario gives him a big birthday pizza with a candle in the middle. I'm down with that. Yeah. I don't mind a bit especially now I've given up I've given up chocolate and sweets and things like that. I don't that. really have a sweet tooth, so actually a birthday pizza suits me just fucking yeah, fine. Yeah, I'd be down for a birthday pizza. I have a savoury tooth, so pizza's perfect. And cheese. Mar- oh, cheese. Yeah. Oh, cheese. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, just give us five seconds to think about cheese. Red Leicester? Oh. <laughs> Come on, let's, this is very good for them to listen to. Have you, have you heard of, of Gouda? Gouda. Gouda. It's very good. Do you know what I like? Either. You won't like this because you don't eat meat. But honestly, one of the greatest things I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> you take some bread. You put some cheese in it. You put some brie. Right. On top of the brie, you put some freshly fried bacon. And some I sweet... I vegetarian bacon. Vegetarian bacon and some sweet chilli sauce. Okay. The brie melts, because yep. brie's got a really low melting yeah, 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 temperature. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You have to bring, bring a spare pair of underwear, because you will come in your pants. Why would I need a spare? <laughs> just add to the rest that's in there. That's <laughs> I, I made that even worse in my head. I wasn't going to tell you what I was thinking. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't even know how you made it worse than me. I thought that was bad enough. We're talking about a kid's show. with a Oh, flicking. shit, yeah. What if kids are listening to this? Uh, kids, we're really sorry. Don't come in your pants, kids. Don't come in your pants. <laughs> no. Too far. Line crossed. <laughs> Pass the line. You're so far. Not to. Pass the line. You're so far over the line. You can't even see the line. The line anymore. is a dot to you. <laughs> right. Calm. It's funny. You'd think we'd been drinking, but we haven't. No. <laughs> We're just getting a bit hyper. Yeah. Well, because it's Lou Albano. It was doing the Mario. That's doing what's done Mario. it. Like, it got us up. It got us dancing. Mm, it was it great. I, uh, I teach drama every now and again. I've got two dates coming up in February. Where I'm teaching, and for the warm up exercise, I'm going to get them to do the Mario. <laughs> It's not a very energetic dance. 
But fair enough. I mean, listen to the words. Take one step and then again. Swing your arms from side to side. Take one step and then again. That's pretty much all That's he it. did. He wasn't even following the instructions he, No, himself. he doesn't. That's the other thing. He doesn't do the, the he's actions He's not doing properly. the dance. He's just swinging his arms. Yeah. Swing your arms. I love the fact that they shrink side. him and pop him around the environment. The, the one still environment they've got. Yeah. They just move him around. Um, oh, right, so, so birthday Ma- pizza. Yes, yeah, so Luigi gives Mario... Uh, no, Mario gives Luigi an envelope with his present. And when Luigi opens it up... It's dance lessons from Shabadoo. 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 And so they decide that they need to practice their dancing before Shabadoo gets here, because otherwise they're going to be out of shape. So they start twirling around in a circle. And then we cut to the cartoon uh, called Jungle Fever. Now, we're going to ask whether or not this is racist at the end. Because, like, I don't know how racist this is, or if it's less racist, or whatever. We'll come to that. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking of the Italian-American. Well, that's the other thing. What's the most racist (laughs) after everything else is said and done? The team is looking for the witch doctor. Again, these are all episodes where you just get thrown in at the deep end. They're looking for a witch doctor. Mari has this line, which I want to submit as a possible for worse lines. Mm. If food isn't pasta, it doesn't count. Yes, that's like, that is the greatest line I've ever heard. Yep. And as someone who loves me some carbohydrates, I, carbs. Um, I, I will be living by that as a motto from now yeah. on. Yeah, we need that on a t-shirt as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in a restaurant and I'm just going to flip tables <laughs> until, <laughs> until they change their menu to be all pasta all the time. Well, do you remember the hackers quote that we said we wanted on the t-shirt? Not the pooper uh, bit, but the uh, bit yeah, I do remember don't tell me it's um, spandex is a privilege not a right yeah we wanted that on a t-shirt well I also want if food isn't pasta it doesn't count on a t-shirt yeah yeah. let's do that two great shirts Cooper is dressed as a stereotype of a native including like having a ring in the nose and a, a, a collar of like teeth and bones and he's heard somehow that the Mario brothers are are looking for this witch doctor so he decides he wants a piece of the action he wants the witch doctor for himself the team find themselves at this gorge like basically a massive ravine with a rickety wooden bridge over it called gorge us george jamie knows what gorgeous george is but ladies and gentlemen guess who's left the microphone alone again oh yes it is jamie now, Jamie has secretly told me, before we started filming, that actually he finds Captain Nuno Albano personally his idol. He wishes he could make TV shows and films for children in the way that Captain Nuno Albano did for children with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So, as I say, we... No, no, I'm just... Did you wh- stop doing the episode? No, I'm just... Yes, you did, I just heard you whispering. No, I'm talking to you about... <sighs> no, go on, what to like someone... So I was, I was referencing Gorge Us George, the gorge that they come to in the episode. Remember the... Yeah, the yeah. Thing, yeah. I'm sure. And you, you said you knew what they are, yeah. So Gorgeous I don't know George, George was George. Uh, Gorge George was a wrestler in the 1950s, I think. Right. Which is the same time that Lou Albano was. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was active as a wrestler from the 50s to the early 60s, Lou Albano was. Then he became what they call a manager in wrestling, which is still an on-screen character who pretends that... So, for example, a modern example, bit my I haven't watched wrestling in 10 years, uh, is Paul Heyman, who is the manager of Brock Lesnar. Right. Um, basically, what it's usually used for is when you've got a wrestler who's got all the athletic goods to be a wrestler but ain't so good at the actual personality bit, Right. You give them a manager who... Co- it's like Brock Lesnar, you know, he's a gigantic Hang man. Hang on, so can- if, they did, if they... 
hang on, so you, they give them a manager, or they tell them that the manager is the one who doesn't do the personality. No, the so. manager. Does. So Lou Albano basically would have had other wrestlers who he was paired with, right. and he'd do all their talking for them. Right, gotcha. And be like, my buddy, whoever's going to kick your ass or whatever. Right. Did he do the smack talk? Yes, because they're not great at it themselves. Like they, so Brock Lesnar... I shouldn't say this because I'll get murdered by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's a huge... Have you ever seen Brock Lesnar? No. So he's a giant, an actual right. literal giant. He's, so he actually left wrestling to go to UFC, where he legitimately became like the UFC heavyweight champion like two or three times. Like he's he's an actual hard So you don't guy. want to have a fight with... No, he's, he's, a, he's a beast. <laughs> But so please dig your grave. So when you look at him, you expect his voice to be like, "Yo, I'm gonna crush it" or whatever. Um, his voice is actually like, "Y'all, I'm gonna kick y'all." He kind of sounds like Tiger King. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brock. Um, it, if it helps, I hate him because he ended the Undertaker's undefeated streak. Um, well, Tiger King did. <laughs> no. So because Brock Lesnar sounds like that, right. they gave him a manager. Who Goddamn Undertaker. <laughs> I remember him coming back doing a promo where he was just like, I'm an ass kicker. I kick ass. That's what I do. I just kick ass. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's inspirational. It's, it basically, it's for wrestlers who are the opposite of The Rock. Sure. Whereas The Rock is an okay wrestler physically. He's not amazing. He's good at the but smack. But his personality is just magnetic. There's a reason yeah. they call him the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Cool. Okay, no, fair enough. So Cooper sends several birdmen to attack the team. They're crossing the bridge. The shy guys cut the bridge one side of the bridge so it falls against the other side. And while they're there, Toad's like, "Hey, we wanted to be this side of the bridge anyway." Hey, it's not so bad. And then Luigi goes, "It is so bad." And then you see these albatrosses flying over with these like what look like eggs that they're going to drop in their in their haunches. The albatross leader says, "Albatross leader to squadron, bob arms away." This is the side we wanted to be on anyway. It's not so bad. It is so bad. Albatross leader to squadron, bob arms away. And they drop these bombs. On them, and when the I, bombs I missed explode, this bit. Were they actual bob bombs? Yeah, they were actual bob bombs. Awesome. So the bob bombs explode, and they explode into a cloud of itching powder. So the team are trying to climb up this thing, but they're itching and they don't know what to do. Uh, so Mario hitches a ride on a captured albatross. He captures one of them and turns them around, and picks up his mates and flies to safety. As he flies away from Bowser, he says, "Pasta la pasta." I was waiting for you to be disappointed. You know how it up, how how happy I am when you're disappointed. <laughs> Just hasta la pasta. Hasta la pasta. It's like hasta la vista. Yeah, yeah I get it. Just, I get it. Imagine only saying that internally. Hasta, hasta la pasta. pasta. <laughs> My God. Anywhere they could, they would squeeze in a this Italian is, food reference. This is is this Italian American racism? Well, we'll discuss that in a minute. There's a little bit more. Oh, no, it's not. No. Okay. Well, it could be. I, I think it must be because literally the two plumbers, are the only two actual Amer- Italian Americans in it, which to be fair, at least they actually are Italian American. Like Lou Albano is Italian American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike Chris Pratt. Yes. That's an indictment of the upcoming or Mario name? film. Uh, Charlie Day. Or Charlie Day, yeah. No, Bob Hoskins is an Italian-American, but to be fair, he, did, he pulled gave, it off. He pulled, he pulled it off. It off. Well, That's because Bob Hoskins is a great actor. Yeah, a legendarily good actor. Um, and then we've got... Far too good for the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yes, as was Dennis Hopper. Yes. <laughs> as was yes. quite a few of them. Lena, what's but, her name? The woman who played Lena. 
Um, oh, uh, Liz Shaw, isn't it? Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Shaw? Liz- no, Fiona Shaw. Fiona Shaw. Elizabeth Shaw is the third Doctor's companion, sorry. Well, she also wasn't very good in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <movie. laughs> she, wasn't <in laughs> she wasn't in it. Every single food reference. It's always there, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, I've count? not written down all of them. I hasten to add, right? In these yeah. three episodes, I've written down one, two, three, four. I've written four down, right? Mm. But... Oh no, five. I've written five down in three episodes. Yeah. And that's not all of them. Those are just the ones that I thought would depress you the most. <laughs> right? Let's put it that way. It's it's I, thing is I lo- I do love it. I love Italian food though. Oh, Italian food's oh. the best food. Oh yeah, yeah. Well mm, for me it's a toss up between for anyone who wants to get to know me, for me my favourite kind of food is a toss up between Italian food and Mexican food. See, Mexican food's normally quite spicy, which is why it doesn't for me. Mm. I prefer Italian food because it's not normally hot. Yeah. But then, like, you know, that's that's me because I'm a white boy. Slap some mayonnaise on that taco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant, like, the food and the... Oh, oh kids. <laughs> Remember, kids? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Being told off now. From now on, do you know what we actually do need? To, I was thinking about this. We probably should start putting a thing at the beginning of the I episode. Put, I said it as explicit. Where um, we have yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, good. don't worry. I'm not saying, hey kids, listen to this, and then we're telling them not to cream oh. their pants. That's <laughs> <sighs> you know me. Uh, basically, I was just going to praise garlic bread. I think which praise is one of God. the best. One of the best inventions ever. Garlic bread, but vampires don't like it. Exactly, it keeps me safe. <laughs> Um, no mum I have to have garlic bread otherwise I could die why do you think I eat so much garlic bread fucking vampires coming in here while I'm asleep get a face full of this I knew you had a bad flat but I didn't realise you had vampires coming here on the rigs (laughs) wake up every day to fucking Dracula ah a Dracula it's a Dracula (laughs) (laughs) ah Jamie one suck ah ah the neck shit right let's (laughs) crash landing egg in the face is said by one of the birds I've got to move on because I'm ending up saying things I don't mean and I honestly didn't mean them (laughs) in your endo in your endo crash landing so the albatross that's flying them gets egged in the face and he crash lands. Mm. They then find the witch doctor who comes out dancing with a massive oversized version of a tribal mask covering his entire body. Ooka, ooka. Yeah, it's kind of like late 80s dancey sort of pop music mm. though that's playing. Is that racist? Don't know. He's captured. They're by... all white, aren't they? The tribes people. Yeah. So, and specifically the witch doctor as well. He's an old white man. He looks like he'd be your local pharmacist. Yeah. Which I, I don't know if it's more or less racist because you're not playing up a stereotype. No. Do you know what I think the answer to this is? But you're get, you're putting a white person in an otherwise native role. But do you know would you want to put a native is... person in there? No. Do you know not what I really. think the answer to this is Rory? Just well, don't do native. Just don't. No. 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 It's a fucking kids show. Just don't overthink it. We're overthinking it, Rory. But that's it's what we do sh- all the time. It's that's the ki- fun. It's a kid show from 32 years ago. You asked... Hang on, no. You the one who asked if this is racist against Italian-Americans. That was yeah, you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're overthinking this. No, I, I don't want to be part of... Uh, We're overthinking it. <laughs> it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. That's true. Let's it's, just leave it at that. It's just a super show. So the witch doctor's captured by Cooper, who demands he makes potions for him. 
Princess Toadstorm Butterfingers, who's the witch doctor's assistant, go to save him but are caught because they're frankly useless. And the witch doctor st- sprays Cooper with his own form of the itching powder to defeat Cooper. Mm-hmm. So here's the three questions. Is it racist to have native imagery in this way, where you're just throwing up Native American imagery or native imagery from like mm-hmm. native... Um, yeah, just what well, what would be classified in quotation marks, I suppose, as native imagery. Just throwing it in there, just going, eh, whatevs. I, Is it more or less racist that the natives in this are white? Because, I, yeah, again, I can't tell. Is it like, it, you wouldn't want them to be like stereotypes of. Yeah, you don't want. Darker skinned um, people. Stereotypical imagery. No, but at the same token, like, it's if it's not white culture and it's a white. You made it a white culture and you're. It's really awkward. It's like, where does. I don't know where that sits on the yeah. balancing board. And then, as you say, is it more racist against Italian Americans than it is against natives or you know, whatever? I think. Because of all the pasta stuff and the fact that they are f- so food obsessed. Yeah. I think. I think the correct answer to this question is, as we've already acknowledged, we're English, we're responsible for half the bad shit that happened in the world, therefore we don't get an opinion. We did some nice things. Some. <laughs> Not as mighty as bad things, but... I, th- I think the answer... Please remember the good times. <laughs> I think the answer to this is, we don't get a say. Mm. I think it's... Well, That's why I'm throwing it out there yeah. for the for the audience, because it's... Yeah, you're right. Oh, right. It's I not, thought you wanted me to answer this. No, no, right. no. I think this is something where we'd have to ask the audience, you know, what's your view on it? We're just commenting on what exists. We're not saying it's good or bad. We don't know what to say on this. Honestly. Like, no. I honestly don't. So we'll go back to the live-action segment. Thank God. <laughs> oh, we're safe. Uh, <laughs> Shabadoo watches the Mario Brothers come in dancing. Uh, and now what's great about this is the, the, the brothers come in, they, they sort of semi-dance down the steps, go on top of the stage, and then jump off the stage, and you see some really great footwork from the brothers, don't we? Yes. The, foot, the footwork is great. Mm. Of course, we never see the brothers and the feet in the same shot, but the footwork's great. It's blatantly not them. As we, yeah. we mentioned this earlier in the episode, they get thinner uh, <laughs> when they're dancing with just their legs. I don't know why I just had <laughs> I just had Russell Crowe from South Park in my head <laughs> talking about Chinese people. You know, sometimes they kick with their legs. <laughs> what? <laughs> South Park did an episode of Russell Crowe. Russell right. Crowe's fighting around the world. Making movies, making songs, and fighting around the world. And I can't say half the stuff he says because it's, let's be honest, borderline if not actually racist. Right. But when he goes into China, he says a few things there that are unsavory as well. But one of the things he says that's just nonsensical because obviously it would be with their legs. He goes, These Chinamen can grow to over five feet tall, and in a fight, are known to kick with their legs. You're like, <laughs> I just don't know why I'm talking about legs. Shabadoo congratulates them, and they're like, oh, Shabadoo, play us off. You know, basically, show us how it's done. Mm. So Shabadoo does. He dances and to end the show. And the dance he does... Now, Shabadoo's a professional dancer. He's in a few different films. He did Breaking, and he did actually do Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo as well, I think. Well, you know, I, I, I did not know. Like, I've always heard the joke, Electric Boogaloo, for, like, it's a joke You didn't know it came from the film. I didn't know it was a real film. Yeah. You always hear, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, something to like, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done a couple of other films as well, which are kind of well known within at least a break dancing sphere. He was a great dancer, <laughs> but you wouldn't necessarily tell by the end, his dance at the end of this show, which is I'm guessing the most basic of the moves that were there. But when he got to the point where he's like, he does a few 
eh moves that are all right. And then he grabs his foot, pulls it up, and starts jerking it to the side. Yeah, I, I've seen that move. Which looks like a chicken leg before. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, think, I don't know what it's actually called. Yeah. I want to say funky chicken. Yeah. But I don't know if I've just made that up. But it it, it just looks like something I would have done when I was 12. To go, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. It's like, nah, that's not cool. <laughs> that's all I've got. That's all Shabba she Dabba wrote. Doo, where are you? Anything else you want to add on the show? No. No, it's it's there's not much depth to it to sort of I mean, field through, is you got to remember we're we're grown ass men watching this back now, but this is meant for children, children. I did watch. I watched it back in the day. Yeah, what was um, that like? I enjoyed it. I, I'll be honest. Even then, I knew it wasn't the best because I'd already had things like Sonic Sat AM and things like that. I didn't watch it. I don't think in '89 I watched it in reruns. But yeah, it was it was it was good enough. You know, it entertained me as a child, and but certainly I knew it wasn't it wasn't cool. And like the, the, there was something to be said, like I know looking backwards at things, mm. things that even were cool in a time when you look back at them aren't cool anymore. Mm. But I don't think this ever was cool. No. Captain Lou Albano is cute as Mario, but it's cute. not. Cute is cute. The word you want to use there, but it's not cool. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, he's fun. It's enjoyable, but he's not cool. You wouldn't sit there and go, oh, this is a wicked show. You'd show I mean, you to mates. be fair, Mario is not a cool character. No, no. That's the whole point of Sonic versus Mario. But or anytime Sonic they... is cool to its yeah. core. But actually, throwing in... But they've tried to make it cool, because they've added in raps, and they've tried it in a dance, and they've added in Shabadoo, and they've tried to bring in loads of celebrities like Cindy Lauper and Magic Johnson, who were famous at the time. Yeah. So they've tried to be cool with it, but Girls I think just, just by its nature, it's fun. not cool. Nintendo products, generally, Mario specifically, aren't particularly cool. Yeah. Sega products were always cool because I think they bit into what was in the popular zeitgeist of the time. They, because Sonic, they did that with Sonic and that blew up, so then they were like, fuck it, let's do that with Yeah, everything. and things like Streets of Rage and that, yeah, they're cheesy, but they're still kind of cool. Whereas Mario, Legend of Zelda is an awesome... Like, and I'm not saying they're bad in any rate. These are great series, but they're not... They're cool. not cool. And it, there's something very specific about that, and this show does try to be They're cool. They're too kid-friendly to be cool. Yeah. That's Nintendo's problem. Yeah. Uh, the only one I think they had a chance with was F-Zero. I know you haven't played any F-Zero, because it's a racing game and you don't like them, but F-Zero was based a lot more on comic books, mm. and it had... Certainly F-Zero X had a much ba- darker edge to it, mm. but... F-Zero GX was a bit more cheesy again, but it was made by Sega and thus is the best one. It just plays the best. It's just a fact, mate. You, you don't like facts? You don't like facts. Facts <laughs> don't care about your feelings. Yeah, Nintendo <laughs> fans. You're normally the one slamming Nintendo fans. My chart. Ch- yeah, I hate Nintendo. Nintendo's garbage. <gasps> oh, I wouldn't go that far. I'd just slate the fans. And then here's the reason I'd slate the fans, right? Here's my reason for slate oh, the fans. Oh, boy, here we go. I, I was part please, of please, please do destroy the last of our viewership. Thank no, you. No, no. So I used, to be a big, like, I used to be in the Sonic community, and we used to do meetups, and by the time we were doing those meetups, Sega was no longer making hardware. Mm. So a lot of the fans went to like different consoles, the PlayStation, the Xbox, Nintendo consoles. But generally, obviously, when it comes to handheld, there was only really one choice, which mm. was whatever Nintendo was farming out that season. Unless you were one of the damn fools who bought a PSP. <laughs> yes, which I was. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I did have a DS. I had a DS before launch. In fact, it's a it's a, a limited edition version. Because a VIP version, it's got... Um, it was a pre-launch. You can only get it from the Nintendo Star Store. Uh, you had to use Nintendo points to get it. And it's got a version of the Super Mario DS box art, 
which was Super Mario 64 conversion with four playable characters, that is not the final box art. Right. So I've, I've never seen anyone mention it, so I've got a unique box art for that game. It's not Pirate, it came from Nintendo at the time. It's it's literally just a unique version of that. Uh, but anyway, the point probably is... worth millions. Well, I don't know if it'd be worth millions. Uh, it'd probably be worth a little bit, though, more certainly more so than a regular copy. But anyway, the point is, is I had a DS... And uh, when the like the 3DS came out and stuff like that, I would go to these parties, and during the 2000s, we would meet up in pubs. And we'd meet up in pubs, we'd get a couple of drinks, we'd all chat, we'd all have a laugh, you know, we talk all the time online, so now we're meeting up in real life, we're going to actually enjoy each other's company, be mates. That was great. By the time we got to sort of the, the early to mid-2010, sort of about 2013 onward, that all started to change. We'd meet up in person at someone's house party or in a pub or something like that, and it, I'd get really annoyed because we'd turn up and the first thing everyone did was go, "Yeah, it's, oh, it's great to see you guys, right?" And they'd all pull out their Nintendo 3DS and start street passing with everyone there, which was uh, a built-in program to the DS where you would answer questions from your friends. However, your friends weren't asking the questions; it was their DS sending pre. Design questions, yeah, pre generated yeah. questions that you would answer for nothing, but you'd get street pass points. I don't know what the street pass points did, but people wanted to collect them anyway, because why not? But the thing is, you had to do it was like about 10 minutes per person, and there'd be about 30 of us. So you can imagine how long it took for people to do this. And I remember I went to one party, and the person I came with, like all, everyone else was still on doing, on doing street pass. The guy I turned up with was like, oh, I'm going to get on my street pass. They opened up their DS, they started doing it. Oh, for God's sake. I was there for two hours, and the guy had finished. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Right, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to play games, we're going to have a burger, we're going to chat, we're going to have a beer, what are we going to do? And he was like, oh, no, I've only done this DS. I've got to do my other DSs. <laughs> I was like, how many DSs did he have? He had three. Why? Right? And so he had three, and he had to go through everyone in the house. And there was about twenty-five of them at least. He was, and so he had to answer twenty-five people's things three times, one per DS for each person. Jesus Christ! Right? So I waited through that whole crap. Don't and tell me everyone just went home. No, 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 no. It was an overnight thing. So right. eventually, it got to it got about four, four and a half hours. Five of you overnight in one house. Yeah. It was, a, was this an orgy? No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. You, you do not want an orgy in the oh. in a fan community, do you? Let's oh. <laughs> not a nerd community. Come on. Uh, we're all just so delicate. Uh, but <laughs> lies. But anyway, after about four hours, people had finished finally, and we oh. could play games and we could communicate and actually do what we did. We we actually bothered to sign up for, which was to discuss. Things. I didn't go to bed very early, you know. I was I was late, I was late up, and I woke up early because I normally do anyway. That morning, I was like, "Oh, cool!" So, like, and a couple of people started waking up. I was like, "Cool!" So, oh, what no, what are we going to do up. today, guys? And I, oh, I just need to do street pass. I went, "No, no, guys, you you did that yesterday. You've done it." And he went, "Oh no, it resets every day." Yeah. So I had to wait another four hours that morning. And swear, if I hadn't had someone else, if one of the guys there wasn't the ones giving me the lift, I would have fucking walked there and then because I was like. Fuck this. Waiting two and a half to four hours for everyone to go, I like blue. <laughs> for four hours. Oh, Nintendo. What'd you get for it? Well, you get points. I was like, well, it's good. Go- why, did, why did we meet up here to talk? But you're not. Well, I'm answering the DS. Yeah, you can ask each other digital questions online. And what's even better about that is you get to ask the fucking questions. But no, so all of the Nintendo. They came out the points. 
<sighs> but what do the points get you? I don't know. I need to know. I and then they shut know. down the street pass service. Good. So I was just like, what was this all for? You wasted hours of your lives. And this happened a lot with the 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 Sonic fans that went to Nintendo. And a lot of them did, and a lot of them had Nintendo even if they had the other consoles because we were old enough that, you know, we earned our own money and were able to buy our own stuff because we were drinking age and were well above. But the point is, it's just like, oh, that's why I, that, that's what I hate about the Nintendo side of things. That's the memory I have from Nintendo. I mean, as a kid, the memories I have of Nintendo were me playing multiplayer games with my friends. It was still entertaining with other people. It was the fact that there were people there, there was an environment, you created um, you created your fun using the hardware available. But Street Pass wasn't even creating your own fun. You're not actually communicating with the person. It's all fake. And I was just like, oh. So, yeah, I, I fell out with Nintendo at that point. Mm-hmm. I actually did buy a Switch a few years ago, and I sold it about five months later. Really? Yeah, and uh, to be fair, I wouldn't have sold it had I not been a little bit desperate for the money. It was a few years ago because I'd broken my leg and my money started running out, so I had to mm. sell something. And the Switch still had some value. But it was also the one console I wasn't playing very much. And it's also one of, the, it's one of those things where I was like, I actually have no love for this brand anymore. I did have love for this brand because of the N64. I still have an N64. I still play the old stuff. But I have no love for this brand anymore because everything they do distracts from actually having time with your friends mm. they'll be there physically but they're not really there so that's my beef with nintendo i cannot find what those points are used for i've tried to look no nope, it was bollocks it was all bollocks anyway super mario brothers super show which is all bollocks let's look at worst lines which one do you want to go with we got macaroni misery it's hopeless it's gotta be hasta la pasta ain't it it's gotta be hasta la pasta. I think you're right. Actually, it does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Hasta la pasta. I'm looking through them. I'm like, is there a better? One? I'm like, no. For has, if food isn't pasta, it doesn't count. It's still good though. Yeah. Should we do both? No, because that's not a bad line. That's I agree a good line. With that line. <laughs> hasta la pasta is awful though. Yeah. So hasta la pasta it is is the uh, the worst line in this that we saw at least in this series. Admittedly, we didn't watch all 52 episodes, but. Jesus Christ, can you imagine? Oh, mate, I think I'd have killed myself. I enjoy this show to a certain degree because of the nostalgia, but I could not make it through 52 freaking episodes. Jamie, would you recommend Super Mario Brothers Super Show? No. It's, It's the same problem with all these old cartoons. There's no audience for them now. They're too simplistic to be enjoyed by adults, and kids today just don't watch cartoons. What I would recommend doing, however, is going online, I'm sure you'll be able to get it on YouTube, and looking up Do the Mario for yourselves. Yes, I can recommend doing that as well, yeah. Look up Do the Mario. Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go! Do the Mario! Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. Do the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that. Um, but you're not recommending the show. It's got no real audience now. No, like to be f- like uh, trying to judge it just as a cartoon. Um, this was better than Zelda. 
Yes. It wasn't at least as offensive as Zelda. It wasn't as shrill. <laughs> yes. Um, Though I had more fun watching Zelda because we were watching we're it and I was like, what the, the piss, hell yeah. is going on? Yeah, this is odd. And it's a time capsule of a misguided time yep. in television. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. no, I, I can't recommend it. Yeah, this is a terrible show. It had, I'm get, yeah, and you're right. At the at the time, it probably had some merit because at least the celebrities were current. Mm. At least the characters were the current sort of favourites in America because they were Nintendo in 1989. Nintendo ruled the roost over 90 percent, and kids love playing video games and they love Nintendo and they love Mario. Nowadays, there's still a huge fan base for Mario. Let's let's be clear. Oh, yeah, like, Nintendo Mario and Mario sell. haven't disappeared far from no, it. No, Mario games sell very well. Yeah, and they're very good games generally. Well, all right, you've not played that many, and you didn't like the ones you played, so fair enough. But in general, I liked, um, they, I liked, they're at least popular, you can admit that uh, much. My, my brother had a DS when I was growing up, and I liked New Super Mario Brothers. Okay. That was all right. Cool. All right, well, there you go. So there's, but yeah, there's some, obviously it's a very still a very popular series, but even to Nintendo fans, certainly Nintendo fans who weren't old enough to have watched this back in the day, like there's one thing that people who have nostalgia will always go back and watch something. But for someone who's like, say, 18 now, mm. they were nowhere near even born yet by the time this show came out. God, no. And they're big Nintendo fans, big Mario fans. I still don't think I could recommend the show because it's not relevant to them anymore. And also, the the other main problem I have with this show is that it's very much a standard dick show. In that it's basically oh, we'll really? take we'll take a known character. I mean, here look, Mario and the Beanstalk. I wonder what that's based on. Uh, you know, Pirates of the Cooper. I wonder what they're going to be addressed as. Robo Cooper. I wonder what that's based on. You know, it was very much they just went. Here's here's an, like a, an existing story idea. How can we smash that into an existing cast of characters we've got? Yeah. A bit like Captain N when they smushed him into Robin Hood, Hood and things like that. It's very much it's a standard dick show, and there's nothing special about it. The way you say dick, I don't know how else to say it because I said dick and you went uh, dick. So now I say dick and I you're like, it sounds like you're saying penis. Some, for some reason, when you say it, it sounds like there's a hard K on the end. Dick. Dick. You're a dick. Dick. <laughs> That's all the voice does, isn't it? Dick. Dick. I think it's Deek. That's close. Deek. I think it's Deek. Did you say Deek then? I did, but you had a go. That's why I said dick now, and now I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's wrap this up. Cool. So, we, neither of us recommend. We're going with Hasta La Pasta as the worst line. <laughs> Hasta la pasta. <laughs> Mate, it's bad, in it? It hurts every time I say it. And please let us know if you think this is in any way vaguely or stupidly racist, and in which way, because we have no idea how to gauge it, and I don't think we're qualified, quite frankly. So next week's episode is going to be Dead or Alive. That's our Valentine's Day special. Love is in the air every time you look around. Because it's a romantic film, that's why we chose it. <laughs> hey, me and my left hand have had many... Good Valentine's Day. Left, left hand. Well, you need to feel like no, someone else is doing it. No, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's not Valentine's Day, is it? <laughs> true, true. So, we'll see you on Valentine's Day, guys. Enjoy your week. And remember, hasta la pasta. I hate my life. Since my pipers left me, I found a new sword at well. A septic tank in Brooklyn town. A plumber's hotel, maybe so lonely, baby.
Thank you.